Welcome back to A Better Love. I'm your host, Dr. Greg. We're going to return to our conversation with Jenna Carlson. That'll probably take us another day or so uh, with five-minute episodes here at A Better Love Project. So stay tuned for the continuation of this conversation. We're going to be talking about some of the challenges that we may face when we're getting rid of stuff and also how to create a vision or how to think about the vision for our life and what we want to create and how that might inform the things that we need or want around us. Let's tune back into that combo. I love all of this uh, focus on what we want to lean into in terms of lifestyle choices, in terms of the things we have around us, the things we think about and do. Uh, what's the hardest part to all of this for folks that you find uh, when it comes to actually sitting down with the piles of things? <laughs> say two things. One is confronting what we actually own. Um, this happens for clients who have large quantities of things. It's easy to hide them kind of in different places in our homes. And then when we put it all together, we actually have to see what we have. And so that realization that we that comes from that, those realizations might be really hard. Those realizations might include like, wow, maybe I have, um, I distract myself with shopping and I have way more things than I, than I need because you know, this is something that has kind of been a coping mechanism for me, mm-hmm. or maybe it's, um, you know, I have all these things of my ex and these don't make me feel good. Like I want to let these go, or maybe it's, you know, I'm, um, my body doesn't fit into these clothes anymore. Like I am keeping all these clothes, but these are old. These are from this past life of mine that I'm not actually using. So I think there's definitely a coming to terms process with the actual present. And, and that can include like what, you know, what we thought we should want. I've had clients look at folders of past careers that they thought they would do and they don't spark joy to them like they they decide to let them go and so it's definitely a um a coming to terms moment and that can that can be hard and the second thing i would say is there's a lot of grieving that happens like in letting go and in the KonMari method we always think the things that we let go of because they may have given something to our life. Maybe they were something that we really liked before. Maybe it was um, a relationship we're thinking and letting go of. Whatever it is, like maybe it taught us that we don't actually need that thing or like that thing. So we recognize the positive um, value that we've gotten from it, even when we're letting it go. But even still, it can be letting go is something that a lot of people um, come to me saying, "This is this is a big struggle for me." I. I know I want to let go of this, but it's just really hard. And it's because it's it's grief. Like it's allowing ourselves to let go when we're ready. And maybe we're not ready to let go of certain things yet. And that's fine. Like when we are ready, uh, we have the method um, and how to do so. In terms of the method, in terms of the the conceptual framework of, of the work that you do, is there an ideal behind the method? Uh, or you just, you know, you try to meet folks where that in terms of their values around uh, purchasing things, having things, either being minim- a minimalist or not. You know, how do you work with those kind of values? What's there? Um, when I work with clients, the first thing we always do is create a vision for what they want in their home, but also in their life. And so there's no objective goal. The goal is really what their vision is. And are they choosing things that allow them to live that vision. 
So it might not just be, you know, shopping and getting material things. And I know I've been talking about clothing as an example, but I have a client who um, had all these, had, is a health coach and had all these paper files of her clients, but she dreams of being able to work and travel remotely. So I asked, you know, is that advancing your vision? How will you be able, you know, you could take all those paper files with you when you travel, but is that something you want or is it something that you want to become more digital so that you can more easily work in different places? Or it could be an attachment to, you know, I've looked through my own things and I had a friendship that had ended and I was holding on to some things that that person had given given me, but it was causing me a lot of pain when I looked at that. And, and I decided to let go of those things and to say, you know, to say thank you for that friendship and what it had taught me. But at the moment, at that present moment, um, it felt better to let them go. And, you know, we've actually reconnected with each other after that. But sometimes we hold on to these material things that are more representations of things. They could be very nostalgic or sentimental. And we have to remember that you know, the memories are, as the minimalists say, the memories are not in the things. The things remind us of certain memories. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a great place to stop today's episode. We'll continue this conversation again tomorrow. So please subscribe to the podcast right now. You can join us every day this December for more tips, strategies on how you can love fiercely, live a healthy, meaningful life, and uh, actually live the values that you have for yourself. So please stay tuned, share the podcast with those you love. We will see you again tomorrow. Until then, I'm Dr. Greg. Love each other fiercely.